You are listening to the Why I Love Disney podcast. In this episode, we talk about Disney at the Super Bowl. We'll discuss some news we're excited about concerning Avengers Campus at Disney California Adventure and new series announced for Disney+. Plus. Are you ready? Let's go. One of the young ladies that I was working with uh, said she was from Anaheim. And, I, and so I said, oh, Anaheim. So do you are you a Disney annual pass holder? And she looked at me and she rolled her eyes. This huge look of disgust on her face said, <laughs> that sounds like blankety blank. <laughs> Welcome to the Why I Love Disney podcast. We're here for another exciting episode of Why I Love Disney. What's up, David? How are you? Great, Dustin. How are you doing? Fantastic. Have you had a good week? I've had a great week. We're here on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. We just finished up watching the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, with a whole bunch of people. Um, great game, by the way. Kansas City Chiefs. Congratulations to them. They're Super Bowl champs. I, I don't know who the MVP was, but who... Ever it was. Do you know who the MVP was? Mahomes. Mahomes was the MVP. Yeah. So he's going to Disney he's World. He's going to Disney World. They um, did right at the very end. Uh, you had walked out. Okay. And they, Mickey and Minnie were out there and they did the big make a wish presentation where they uh, gave a million dollars in honor of him to make a wish foundation from Disney. That's and, awesome. Uh, and then he'll be in the parade on Monday and they introduced the young uh, kid that would be riding in the parade with him. Okay. Was he going to Disneyland or Disney World? Disney World. Okay, cool. Because does it matter what, what coast they're on? Like if they were in San Francisco? I think, what, I think it's always, I'm going to Disney World. Okay. All right. I think that's the, the phrase. Interesting. Um, but we thought it would be really cool to kick this off. Yeah. We're sitting there watching it, and I said, David, we're doing this pot. We should we should talk about Disney at the Super Bowl. Right. And the, the Disney times. Now, I don't think it's been quite, ABC wasn't hosting the Super Bowl. It was Fox, right? right. Sometimes, some years, um, CBS will have the Super Bowl. Right. Some years, Fox will have the Super Bowl. Some years, ABC or ESPN will have it, right? Right. And this year was a Fox year. So there was less of a Disney-like overall. You've seen some real Disney tie-ins before. But we have commercials. Did have some. And we thought we would talk a little bit about what we saw tonight that was Disney-related in the Super Bowl. A couple things that got me really excited. Um, the Mulan trailer. Was was there tonight? Yes. Had nice prominent feature and looks as great as we've um, as we've seen in the past. It looks like it's gonna it's you know super high budget. It looks inspiring. I love that shot where she leans back. Yeah. On the horse and the arrows, kind of like, like a kind of like an old school Matrix vibe. Yeah, it was very to cool. It, where the the railroads go flying by her face, <laughs> it looks really really cool. Yeah. Super excited. I thought that was well received too and well done. And it seemed like it, it lived up to the epicness of a Super Bowl commercial right. too. So that was exciting. That was the first thing. That was yep. Yeah. Um, and and of, of the group of, of group of the group that we had gathered with us, that there was a good reaction to yeah, that. Yeah, real good reaction. Um, you what, what else did you see that you were. Uh, Black the, Widow. The, that's right. I actually forgot to write that down. There's a black new Black Widow trailer that's coming out here pretty soon. Very good. Um, was it? A, did we see any new things in the Black Widow trailer? Or was it very? Similar? I need to go back and look at the last one that I saw, but I think, uh, I think 
Might, there might have been a little bit. I'm not exactly sure. I think the most exciting thing, we've got the first sneak peek of the new Marvel Universe stuff coming to Disney+. Plus. Three different shows. Yeah, that got the biggest reaction. In fact, everybody turned and looked at us. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like, gasped. What are you going to say about that? A little bit. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like, whoa, yeah, little cheers and stuff going on. Yeah, that, that was got super a cool. lot of cheers in the room. So it was the, the Falcon and, and Winter Soldier, Loki. Right. And the one with vision. What's it called? WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah. yeah. That look is going to be super. That was a super interesting it concept. It was a very interesting uh, commercial. Yeah. I'm really um, intrigued in. by what that's going to be. Yeah. I want to We didn't have, we, we came straight from the Super Bowl into the studio. Yeah. We so did we, no research. We on did this not yet. go back and rewatch it. So um, I'm, I'm anxious to see that again. Totally. And, you know, we could always Google this while we sit here, but we're not, it's late and we're just not too little too lazy to do that at this point. <laughs> but I think that was one of the most anticipated things yeah. for people because it was really the first look at it. And they kind of hyped this as it was going to be in the fourth quarter. So you kind of had to, to wait to the end to see it. And, mm-hmm. and I think it lived up to the hype. It showed us just a few exciting little scenes I saw on Twitter. A lot of my buddies retweeting that I'm here for that, you know, that's, that was super exciting. The other commercial did you catch there's one more commercial? Did you catch the other Disney reference? I'm not sure. The Audi commercial with the Let It Go Oh yeah, soundtrack. I, 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 I know forgot, I, forgot. I didn't write that down. But not yeah. tech, but I thought, right. It, 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 so the, there's an Audi electric car commercial exactly. where um, they're singing a different version of kind of Let It Go throughout. Yeah. Um, really interesting commercial um, overall, but I thought that just given the Disney shout out to Let It Go, that song is kind of like yeah. a massive, massive song. And, and Chris Evans was in uh, Captain America was in the uh, the Hyundai 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 commercial, uh, but. That doesn't really count. I think I missed that one. I might have stepped out. <laughs> was, that was actually a funny commercial. Get some chicken wings. That was a good commercial. Okay. And then Demi Lovato sang the National yeah, a Anthem. Yeah, Disney presence oh, there. Yep. Yeah. The, actually, the thing that I was, maybe I was surprised was missing was Onward. Yeah. I, any Pixar. Yeah. I thought Onward maybe we would see, uh, uh, but I guess it didn't fit. I don't know. I. It didn't, you know, it was more Black Widow, Mulan, more adventure is yeah. what we got. Yeah, and I, Disney Plus, we really didn't. I, but I thought maybe they would show us a, a, a something. We want to talk about the Disney stuff, but I mean, overall, you know, Super Bowl commercials are known for being kind of the over the top, right. you know, really draw you in high production value. It's so expensive to run those things that they're yeah. as big a part of the show as the Super Bowl itself. A lot of times um, for some people, even bigger, if you're not a football fan. Um, and I thought there were some, some great, com- some really good commercials and some that were just sort of like, you know, whatever, but I laughed out loud in a few of them. Um, the, the Sam Elliott, Old Town Roads um, that commercial, was, commercial. Was, was fantastic. <laughs> and, but overall, you know, it, it was good. It was a great game. So yeah. a lot of super exciting. And so moving from there, there's some Disney Plus news I saw this week. Okay. One is I think Disney is announcing having a conference call for their earnings this week. And in that, it looks like they're going to announce their subscriptions for Disney Plus, yeah. which they're rumored to be like off the charts, like 25 million plus, that's maybe up to 30 like. million. Yeah. And that's a huge, right? I mean, we're talking months old. Yeah. Um, huge number of people, that's which is amazing. Made, 
it, it speaks volumes to their catalog, the mega brands that they have, and just the power. They've kind of um, put their flag in the ground and said, hey, we're here. Yeah. Look out. And the, I was reading an article talking about the transition that they've made in two short years right. to on, going straight to consumer with their content. Mm-hmm. And that's not something they really had a plan for in the recent past, like three years ago. Right. It's something that was like, okay, we're going to have to do this. They pivoted. They did it. The rollout was amazing. Um, and it seems to be, it's just a smash hit and not slowing down anytime soon. If anything, it's gaining, it's, it's, it's building momentum with this new stuff. Yeah. And, and, and you go, is, I, I wonder if more people are investing in the new or was it the back catalog or is it, I mean, is it just equally both? Uh, yeah. But I, t- I tell you one thing that I definitely noticed because, um, you know, our family has been buying, I mean, Disney movies forever. And then we started, uh, you know, like t- in our area, stores like Target has special, like every time a movie comes out, you know, every time the animation movies roll around, uh, Target has their own version, exclusive things that they have in their packaging that other people don't have. Right. Best Buy has special packaging uh, and there's different stores, different parts of the world that have different, and usually those things sell out immediately. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't pre-order the new movie when it comes out, like Frozen 2, yeah. you, you, if you don't pre-order that, it's, it's gone immediately. And like, I'd have noticed that a lot of those things online and in the stores, like they're, they're not moving as fast. So I wonder wow. if people are going, well, I don't need to buy anymore. Yeah. I don't need to buy Frozen 2 on DVD or Blu-ray because now all the best content. It's, it's coming into Disney Plus. I'll just wait. Stream. I wonder. I definitely have noticed that there's you see more products sitting on the shelves. Yeah, than and, the, and the motivation to subscribe to Disney Plus, like you said, is it the catalog that you know you have it all there, right. locked whenever you're going to watch it, or is it the anticipation of new things? And yeah. I do think that it's probably the combination of both. Yeah. I think there are some Disney fans that would pay seven bucks a month to have access to the catalog. I think there are other people that that would lose lose its appeal. Right. They would do it for a little while. They'd watch stuff and then they, you know, they drop it. But the fresh content kind of gives you both. It, there's a treasure trove of things to dive into. And then there's the anticipation of new awesome things coming. Right. And it's, and it seems to be they're, they're doing a great job with not just the content, but announcements and the fact that it's been so successful. I, I would be very surprised if they're not just like doubling and tripling down on the new stuff. Let us get it out quicker and faster and, right. and get, get people more things to consume because, um, it seems like that's you get eyeballs on the screen and people in the system and and that's just um yeah more money and more uh more success for them so yep. that was huge and in addition speaking of Disney Plus content so we've already talked about that but one that I got super excited about was the report was when I saw Emilio Estevez that's- is going to star in a Mighty Ducks series. That's really cool. On Disney Plus. That is, I, I told a buddy of mine about that today, and he says, I'm in for that. I'm yeah. day one. Let us, let us know. You yeah. know, it's just they're, they're hitting all the buttons and the age group of people who are our yeah. age that grew up kind of with those things. Yeah. Um, and now that's going to be a fascinating, a fascinating show. That is. Series. And I was I also saw that there was a Pixar docuseries coming that I'm really excited about because yeah. one of the things I was most excited about was the Imagineering series. And then it was in six episodes episodes it was it was over yeah <laughs> it's like oh man i wish there was more of this i wish they have wish they had more 
for those of us, I mean, I love Disney history, love, love the behind the scenes stuff. I mean, I, I wish they would do a series just behind the scenes of all, all these attractions and tell the story of how, how they came up with Splash Mountain and one at a time walk through all those stories. But, uh, so really great to see there's a, a Pixar behind the scenes thing coming. And, uh, there's a great documentary already out about Pixar, the Pixar story, which is about the history of the company. But this one will be great because I think it's more about the shorts okay. and how they develop new artists, new, new directors, new storytellers. Yeah. So it's going to be great to see how they do all well, that. That sounds super cool to you, man. Yeah. Um, it seems like every week they're, they're just, they trickle out the news in such a strategic fashion that it keeps, it gives us something to talk about every week, but there's always some new nugget they throw out there that gets me excited and I want to talk about. Um, yeah. So they're doing a fantastic job with that. I'm excited to see what they else this week and where we're going in the future with that so hey, um, and one of my other favorite things in the news this week uh which we've uh, saw was the uh man that spider-man stunt tronics okay uh, explain this to everybody this isn't we're not talking movies here we're right, talking this is in the parks at avengers campus at disney california adventure yeah. in the in the imagineering uh, series uh, on Disney Plus, they showed them working in the uh, in the last episode, working with the animatronics that flip through the air, yeah. and it looked exactly like Spider Man. They didn't tell you it was no, Spider-Man. they didn't tell you. You couldn't tell what it was, but you you see, there's it's an animatronic that's flying through the air, doing flips, yeah, and doing uh, doing poses and things in the air, and so uh, it was like, man, that would be so cool. And then then they released footage of it Disney released footage of it with the Spider-Man uh, visuals on top and uh, I mean I saw different things reported about it whether it was CGI or whatever but it kind of gave away that hey this is coming to the campus and can you imagine what that's going to be like to walk through the to walk through that area and see Spider-Man go flying overhead that just that is just amazing yeah. to me like growing up with Old Tomorrowland and all these, to just that's going to be a whole new visual, taking it to a whole, a whole new level. That's what those are the kind of things that get me excited about Disney because it's like that's yeah. next level, a new immersive world that's Avengers and Marvel. and and the old, I mean Marvel. It's like how do you make that yeah. as 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 immersive as Star Wars when there have been so many different locations yes. and so many different they've never all hardly all existed in the same place they're really creating a new place right and so but to i have the if if things if it has that energy of things moving overhead and all around you man that's going to be so fun absolutely and just uh, and, and again it didn't dawn on me too like in the imaginary series they're they're telling you they're working on this this robotic thing and that you see this trapeze kind of thing yeah. happening He's, in this like robot looking thing just flipping flipping through the air lands in a net and yeah and they're working like, on they're working you know, on something you don't yeah. know what and now you put together that they're working on the spider-man that's going to be yeah that's and, and you know as they, as they a lot of there's been a lot of talk online because as they're building the building there's this huge crane that goes overhead and everybody's been saying what's the crane what's the crane is something going to be attached to the crane is something going to fly from the crane so you know we still don't know exactly how it's going to work but uh they've given enough clues now at least we know you know he's coming yeah. and there's going to be a chance i hope it works i hope it <laughs> 
you know, with all this, with this, all this hints and tease oh yeah. uh, factor that it, it, it works. And I have no doubt it's going to work yeah. amazingly well. Um, this is in California, correct? Yes. At, at California Adventure That's is correct. where this park is going to exist, which, I mean, what sucks is it's not going to be in Florida, right? <laughs> no, not, because not there's the one closest con- to there's contractual issues. Yeah. With, I've, I've, I've got to read up on some of that some more. That's what but I know. I Islands of Adventure is at Universal Studios. Yeah. And there's some weird contract stuff that keeps that keeps Disney, even though they own Marvel, right. from operating themed park theme park rides, Marvel theme park rides in the state of Florida, or within a certain territory down there. And um, there's something contractually that Universal got when right. they put that in right. um, that keeps it out of Florida for now. Well, there is there has been a Spider-Man ride at Universal. Yep, and. Well, the Hulk, and there's Hulk a Hulk roller coaster, uh, roller yeah. coaster. Um, and, and that whole park there, you know, the characters are there, right. um, Spider-Man. It's interesting. I always wondered when I first heard Disney bought Marvel how that was going to work. And But it's right. interesting that you're going to have to go to California to get this immersive world. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will, too, one day. I, I'm not sure when I I'm get getting to Galaxy's there. Galaxy's Edge first. So, yeah, I think that does it for the, the, the main news we had this week, the things yeah. we felt found were the most interesting that we wanted to talk about. But um, we were talking earlier. You had an experience this week at work. Oh, yeah. We were talking a little bit about this. I thought it was fascinating how this came up. And, and tell, tell well, it probably the story. It probably wouldn't have uh, been so ironic to me if we had just kicked off this podcast this year. And uh, we're thinking a lot about it, and we're uh, paying so much attention. We always pay attention to Disney's, Disney News news anyway, but even more now. But I was at a conference for work, uh, working with some people uh, and some young people, these people in their 20s. And uh, so I've I've met this few new people and we were talking and doing some things at work. And one of the young ladies that I was working with uh, said she was from Anaheim. And and so I said, oh, Anaheim. So do you, are you a Disney annual pass holder? And she looked at me and she rolled her eyes, this huge look of disgust on her face said, that sounds like blankety blank (laughs) to me. I'll keep it clean. That sounds like blankety blank to me. And I was like, oh, I see just the crowds, the just the germs that would be there. I have no interest. That sounds totally like blankety blank and blankety blank would translate. uh, She doesn't really like the Disney parks very much. And so I was like. Oh, okay. And then then the other guy that was with us at the moment goes, "Oh, yeah, I can't st- uh, that I can't stand the parks. I have no interest. I can't even understand why anybody goes to these parks." And I was just <laughs> kind of like, "Oh, uh, I was really shocked. You know, this was like you interjected. Uh, You're both wrong. Uh, the parks are th- this awesome. This is like uh, there was so much kind of venom. <laughs> Were you quiet? I was like, Did you what? express your opinion? Uh, well, or? I didn't say that. I just started a Disney uh, <laughs> podcast. Like, okay. I was like, yeah. let's get back to work here. Yeah. And no, I, I did. I I was kind of like, man, that's. I mean, I think the parts are great. But, I mean, why are you so that's sour? You're, how are you, how are you so sour so young? Twenty somethings. <laughs> they were okay. twenty. Had they been before? I don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't know. They just both, uh, she's lived in Anaheim all her life. Huh. Interesting. She's from the LA area. So I would think so. So she's probably been, uh, the other, the other, one of the other young guys, uh, no, he has not lived uh, in, in the, in that area all his life. So maybe he hasn't been, but still I was, it was like, 
uh, just as we talk about so much about why we love Disney, yeah. it's always interesting when you meet people that don't like it at all, have nothing good to say about do, it. Do they have kids? Either no. Of them? Well, no. you see, I bet once they start the Disney well, ju- Disney Junior, probably I, it, it's it changes. You, you know, know like, my, my my wife. Uh, when I met my wife in uh, college. Uh, she uh, just didn't grow up around it. She just didn't have a lot of exposure to Disney um, and limited, uh, just limited television stuff in her life. I mean, just, she just grew up with knowing all that. And uh, when we started dating, she's kind of getting all the overload from me of all this <laughs> stuff. And so, uh, you know, she we, we actually went to the parks a few times before uh, we had kids. But once we had kids— uh, you know, it changed her too because once your kids start loving these things, you you will find that you, you know, you'll you'll put up with crowds and yeah, crazy ticket prices and all kinds of things for kids. Maybe if you wouldn't have done it on your own, but I was still uh, shocked that again, so young that. They, they seem to have no nostalgia for anything Disney whatsoever. It was pretty, it was pretty, uh, they were, do you was, think well, both of us in our stories, one right. of the reasons we're such fans right. and love the parks and love Disney content so much is because at a young age, we were right. kind of immersed in it and exposed to it. We had yeah. great memories of the parks as kids. Right. Um, it sort of became a part of us. Right. And I would say it, it's interesting that someone that lives in Anaheim would be curious to know if she had went how many times, you know, if it was a kind of a part of her life growing up or if right. it wasn't. You know, I would say as you get younger there, I guess there are a lot of other franchises out there. Like, for instance, if you were, you know, a Harry Potter freak, right. you know, as a kid. I use the freak as an endearing term, right? right? But um, if you're a really big fan of Harry Potter right. or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or whatever, and you just weren't into, you never, there was a period of time where maybe you weren't into Disney characters as much. Right. Um, maybe that sweet spot of that age after kind of the Lion King era, you know, where there were other things or there's more things now. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Well, you know, and what, uh, you know, one other thing that in my lifetime, you know, they talk about if you've ever seen the documentary uh, Wake and Sleeping Beauty, mm-hmm. you can watch on Disney Plus. It's this incredible documentary how the Disney Renaissance came about and uh, how, you know, in the mid 80s, how there was, Disney had been going through a slump through the 70s and 80s. And they even mentioned, I think the exact words they say is there was a period if you were a high school student, you would not be, you would not go to it. You just weren't going to go to a Disney movie because popularity wise, all these things, it was seen as something from the past right. and not popular. And, you know, so I kind of grew up in the, in that eighties, early nineties era where you, before those big renaissance where if you were a big Disney fan, you might not talk about it all the yeah, time, but sure. I didn't, it was, it's, it's, that surprised me that to see, to meet somebody in their twenties now that, Hadn't been caught up in all yeah. the in all the fun over the past twenty years. Because hmm. I truly think it is like the happiest place on earth. Just the, yeah. in the way they do conduct themselves. Like we've talked many times in this show about one of the things we love is how immersed you are yeah. into just this, this imaginative world where people just dream things and and the story of Walt kind of even enhances it even more yeah. that you're just transported to it to somewhere else exactly. and and to appreciate that. When you walk in, you know, you, you don't see uh, and maybe a personality thing, too, you know, yeah, maybe. So the Enneagram podcast. But, you know, with those of us who are dispositioned to kind of um, see those things first, right. we're not looking at we'll look at those lines or, 
look at how much it costs. I've never or, heard anybody uh, throw in the germs. <laughs> the germs, yeah. yeah. Except, I mean, like in recent days, maybe, but, yeah. uh, you know, as a general, I don't go to, I don't like to go to Disney because of the germs. I was like, that was really an interesting comment. So that may be a personality thing, yeah. but to live in Anaheim or, Orla- Anaheim or Orlando and dislike Disney must not be a very fun place <laughs> must not be a fun be a fun place to live if you're if you don't have any Disney. Well, let me ask you this: this might be all. interesting, and I may be way off base here, as I'm from Florida. I, I grew up at Disney World. I've never been to Disneyland. Right? Do you think that Disneyland is as much of the culture of Southern California as Disney World is to Central Florida? Actually, I would say more because. Uh, I think, and I may be wrong, but I've definitely have heard before that out in California that it's about 30% tourism and about 70% local. And Florida's like 30% local and probably 70% tourism. But I'm not exactly sure, but it's, it's that big of a difference. So I would say Disney World has way more local presence than the Florida parks. So you think that it's I'm actually guessing. in the culture? Disney is is ingrained in the culture of Southern California. It influences. Do you think it influences Southern California culture like it influences Central Florida culture? Oh, I, di- I didn't. I don't know if I you understood your question. I thought you meant just do locals go to the parks as much as pe- locals in Florida, out in Anaheim? Do they go as much? No, I, not so much that. Yeah, because uh, it more, definitely has a small. The Anaheim small. Park definitely has a. We're pulling from California more right. than we're pulling from the country. Well, that's what my, my sister lived, grew up in Central Florida, then moved to L.A. for about a period of eight years right. and has little kids. And they, they've been. And she always said, it's just not like Disney World. It's just smaller. You know, it's just not quite. To her, as much as she liked it, it wasn't the same right. experience as, as, as Walt Disney, the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando. But it, it was sort of a different vibe. But for it's her. still very historic. So, I mean, right. I mean it's still a. Hugely attended, attended park, right? But it's, um, it just has a different. It just has a more local feel for some reason. Where well, it's not as, it's not as. It doesn't feel like the re- resort for the world to come to. Like if you're coming from Europe or or another part of the world to visit Disney World, right? But I, no, I don't know those numbers. See, exactly. I feel like I just, too like because Walt Disney World kind of is what put Orlando on the map. Right. It, I-4 was probably built because of Walt Disney World. Well, it was so, it was already being built, but that's why he put he it put there. it right there. It was because they it was orange it. groves and swamp. It, there's nothing, even around that, as you keep moving out just a few miles, right. it's still swamp and it's nowhere, really. Right. It, it's sort of, um, I, I don't know. It, I could be, like I said, I could be way off base, but I'm, I'm curious to see like a person from Anaheim not feeling the influence of Disney like a person from maybe um, Orlando or, or Central Florida might. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know if that has anything to do with it um, because it seems like, okay, so we're LA, but like they're pro sports teams. They're never there. You know, like a Los Angeles Chargers game right now is half full. Right. Um, they don't seem to be—Miami's the same way, actually. These, like, su- these sunny 
um, beach town kind of vibes. They they don't. They're not as dedicated to. There's so much to do. They can go outside. They can go to the beach. They right. can ride their bike. Um, well, I, I mean, there are obviously tons of people that go to the Disney to Disneyland Park and vlog and do podcasts every day. I mean, yeah. it, there's a lot of great fans out there doing incredible shows in the parks constantly. So they have. You see this huge movement of people going to the parks constantly and walking around with cameras sure. and even when we were uh we when we were out there in the fall we didn't we didn't there were a lot of people we would love to have run into the, the vlogs and things that we watched that we couldn't find but uh we saw a lot of people walking around with cameras talking and sure. so there's a huge fan base out there but i don't i don't know the difference in that culture other than i know that there's a huge local presence out there well, at Disney. I, no, no i didn't mean to get way off on that but no, or, that's actually a cool question i don't i haven't really thought about about uh, you know how they how how the different towns perceive. I mean, maybe some people can give us some feedback. On I'm just that. Tra- yeah, you're, maybe so. If you're I, from Anaheim, but I am trying to dissect how this how this girl from Anaheim doesn't like Disney. <laughs> I, that makes no sense to me. So I'm yeah. just trying. There's got to be a reason. Well, you know, I, I know that there. I mean, I, I, there's a book I'm going to read. Uh, I hope to read this year uh, about written by you know a reporter in 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 the Florida area. He's just a huge uh, anti Disney. Reporter, hater, yeah, hater. So I kind of, I got I've never read a book that are, and we read a lot of stuff that fans love, but I've never read a book by a hater. So I thought this ought to, this might be a fun thing to read. You're not going to enjoy that. I know, but it's guys like that, and I I haven't read it. I might read it too. But you know, we talk about we talk talk here so much about why we love Disney. We don't want the negative. We don't want to know why. Why does somebody hate it so much? (laughs) Well, well, it it will give us something to sound off. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. You know, it's not. I'm not going over to the dark side. Oh, that. Oh, I know that. I know. I won't that. go over to the dark side. I, just, I don't like any anything that that's dark and stormy and cloudy. I only love sunshine. That's I don't not, really. That's why either. I'm a Disney fan? Why I love Disney? Because I can avoid my problems and well, avoid is, the negativity. That is I'm one totally, good thing. I'm half joking there. Good. No, that's that is a good reason to love Disney. Yeah. It does give you a break from the from the negativity. So you know. But is there anything else you'd like to talk about this week, David? On your list? Uh, no, I'm good. We're gonna, we're going to come back next week okay. with some new ideas and. Looking forward to it. Well, I want to, before we before we close, I want to thank everyone. Uh, we've launched this thing. This is episode six. Um, and we didn't know kind of what to expect jumping into this. And we have seen a lot of response, tremendous right. response that kind of has blown us away. And we want to thank you for listening. We want to thank you for reviewing. We want to thank you for following. Thank you for subscribing. And if you haven't yet, that would really help us out to hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button, um, hit the like button. And hey, if you would leave us a review on um, iTunes. That would really help us out a lot. And if you would share the podcast with a friend, that would also be fantastic. And we want to encourage you to check out our website, which David's blog is on. And we post all of these episodes. And um, very soon we'll have transcripts of the episodes as well at whyilovedisney.com. Right. And you can also contact us through there, through the contact form. And also, uh, one of the reasons we called this Why I Love Disney is to talk about that, but always also to hear why other people love Disney, because even even in starting this, we've just been reminded that there's so many different things that people like. So always let us know if there's something you love about Disney that we're not mentioning and maybe we can talk about and uh, just would love to hear what you guys love about Disney as well. Absolutely. And one other thing, we have a brand new Twitter account. 
that we would love you to check out if you're on Twitter. It is at why I love Disney underscore. If you're on Twitter, check us out there. I'm sure we'll add an Instagram at some point in the future, but we'll let you know as the socials get added. And um, and yeah, I think that's all we got this week, David. You want to sign us off? Lots of things to love about Disney this week, and uh, we'll look forward to coming back and talking again next time. Thank you for listening to the Why I Love Disney podcast. You can tell us why you love Disney at whyilovedisney.com or on Twitter at whyilovedisney underscore. We'll catch you next time.